Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya. And I'm Shan. And And we we are are the Kings. Kings. Happy Monday. Thank you all for taking time out of your schedule to join us back here for Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We're going to go ahead and jump into today's show. We want to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by Christian Humor or slash Inspiration, which is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are in the social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. And then we are going to ask if you are able to safely do so, if you could join us for a word of prayer, if you are able to bow your heads, if you are listening with as husband and wife or just as family, if you could join hands and um, join us in a word of prayer. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you saying thank you, dear God. We just want to thank you, dear God, for keeping us. We want to thank you for protecting us, dear God, for watching over us, dear God, for being in the midst of our homes and our marriages and in our families, dear God. We want to thank you for waking us up on this morning, allowing us to see another day because we know that there are many that are not, dear God, or have not, Heavenly Father. We want to lift those up in prayer, dear God, who are going through right now in their lives, Heavenly Father, those who are going through in their marriage, in their family, and in their finances, Heavenly Father, those who are even going through health-wise, dear God. We just want to lift them up, dear God, and we want to stand in the gap, Heavenly Father, asking, dear God, that you would just continue to keep them, dear God, and draw them near you, Heavenly Father, no matter what it is that the enemy may say to them, dear God. Thank you for covering us, dear God, keeping us and protecting protecting us, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would just continue to be with us, dear God, that you would just continue to strengthen our minds, Heavenly Father, strengthen our bodies, dear God. During this time, we know that things may seem bleak, but we know and we trust in you, dear God, and we are believing you and having faith in you that you are going to bring us through this, dear God. We just want to thank you, Heavenly Father, for the radio station KRGN and all the inspiration that is going out over the airways around the world, dear God. We ask that you would just continue, dear God, to just strengthen us, that we will speak your word, dear God, that it will go to the ears of those and the hearts of those who need to hear it, dear God, especially in this time. Dear God, we pray for each and every volunteer for the radio station owners, the spiritual overseers, Heavenly Father, every one of KRGN, the host, dear God, that speak over the mics, Heavenly Father, that we will be speaking more of you and less of us, dear God. We just want to come to you right now, Heavenly Father, just asking that you would just be with me and my husband on today's show, dear God, that it will be a blessing to those who hear it, Heavenly Father, that it would allow those to think even deeper, Heavenly Father, that though people would not get offended, dear God, but they would just listen and take it in, dear God, and apply that which they need to apply to have better lives, better marriages, better families, and be better individuals, dear God. We thank you, dear God, for keeping the King family, dear God, and me and my husband, and we ask that you would just continue to cover our marriage and our family because we know that the enemy is not pleased, dear God, for what is going out over the airways, dear God, and the inspiration that you are allowing to bring forth through us. Dear God, we just want to continue to say thank you, dear God. We want to continue to just have faith in you, dear God, and we know that this too shall pass, dear God. Thank you for all your many blessings and everything that you continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And our KRGN disclaimer reads, viewers, expressed on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management, or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show. 
And please keep in mind, although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us desiring to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriages, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And our motto for Marriage Mondays with the Kings is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. And our foundational scripture for Marriage Mondays with the Kings comes from the book of Matthew chapter 19, verse 6, where it reads, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. All right. So as we move into our announcements, we always like to thank those individuals that support Marriage Mondays with the Kings. So we want to start off in McKinney, Texas, and send a big shout out to Derek Love. So Derek, thank you so much for being a supporter. Yes, thanks. Also to my Leah of Wawatosa, Wisconsin. I hope wow. I said that. I hope I said that right. Wawatosa, Wisconsin. Okay. And then also to Connie Cabello of Magale of Brack. Pan Africa. Wow. Connie Cabello Magali of Brat Pan Africa. Thank so you. for those three individuals, we want to say thank you for your support, but not only those three, but any and everyone that supports uh, Marriage Mondays with the Kings and any of the other uh, different avenues here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The Rock. So as we move to our anniversaries, we have a lot of anniversaries to kind of get to. Uh, Just want to send a big shout out to these individuals and thank God for blessing them, uh, their union, and the number of years that they have been married. And so we want to start off in Forest Park, Oklahoma, and send a big shout out to Henry and Ayana Talley. Uh, Forest Park, uh, they have been married 17 years on the 12th. Amen. All right. And then going all the way down to Tampa, Florida, uh, I want to send a big shout out to Tommy and Deisha Baker, uh, celebrating 12 years on the 13th. Mm. And then to Rasheem and Nisha Howell in Miramar, Florida, uh, celebrated 20 years on the 14th. Wow. And then jumping back to Colleen, Texas, here in the Central Texas area, uh, sending a big shout out to Clarence and Trisha Mathis, uh, celebrated four years on the 15th. Mm. And then last but not least, to Scott and Veronica Bettinger of Belton, Texas, celebrated 28 years wow. on the 18th. That's a so once again, just want to tell all those couples happy anniversary. So if we uh, were not able to get your information, if we missed you, uh, we want to say happy anniversary to you and ask that God continues to bless you and your union with many more. Amen. Amen. And so, you know, we just want to encourage during this time, reach out to one another. During this time, we encourage you to reach out to one another. You know, check in on your elders, whether it be the elders in your family, the elders in your church, the elders in your community. Check, Just check in on your family, friends, and leave an encouraging word, if you will. If you just was to contact them and say, hey, you know, I was just thinking about you. How are you doing? I hope things are okay. I know me and my husband have been contacting individuals and asking, do you need anything, especially our elders, because we don't want them to go out during this time or those who have young babies and just ask, do you need anything? That would be a blessing um, as I believe that this can allow us to continue to come together even more and grow together. So we want to let you know that Caragian is 100% listener supported radio station. Our address is 100 West Central Texas Expressway, suite number 307 in Harker Heights, Texas 76548. 
if there is anything that has been said on KRGN, whether it be, you know, from our radio personalities or you've heard a song that was encouraging, that was played, that's what KRGN is about. It's about inspiration. So we would love to hear from you. If you could just go to the website at www dot mykrgn.com and there is a let's chat that pops up in the bottom right hand corner or there's a tab that says contact us it would be amazing just to hear some of the feedback that has kept you going especially during this time and so again that is www.mykrgn.com and we thank you in advance now we just want to move on to show love to those of krgn 98.5 fm we would like to thank the spiritual overseers the radio show owners and managers all of the radio personalities volunteers and those who sell financially into KRGN as well as keeping those who keep KRGN in your prayers. We graciously say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, keep in mind that you can download the KRGN app by going to your app store. You can share this with others because there may be someone right now that needs the inspiration that you get. It's a royal blue and white app and you can keep it locked right here 24 hours a day. And moving on, uh, we want to be able to go back and just do a quick recap of last week's show. And that show was entitled, "When I uh, What I Lacked as a Child That Could Have Helped Me as an Adult. And so we didn't uh, don't want to get too much into that so we can move on with today's show. But uh, if you want to check that out, please visit our podcast at buzzsprout.com uh, to catch up not only on that show, but all the other shows that we put out here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings as well. Yes, and then today's topic, we are going to be discussing better days are coming, but some things have to change. All right, better days are coming, but some things have to change. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I want to focus on in this particular topic uh, is going to be the change part. So mm-hmm. if you uh, really uh, hold on to that as we go through the show, we're really going to get on this word change. And so our question of the week is as follows. What are some of the things that you had or need to change to do better for yourself, your marriage, or your family? Mm. All right. And so jumping into today's show, uh, better days are coming, but some things have to change. I think one of the first things that we really need to do is take a look at the word change. And let's throw that definition out there so we can really understand what we're talking about. And dictionary.com defines change as to make the form, the nature, the content, or the future course of something different from what it was or from what it would be left if it was left alone. It also means to transform or convert. Uh, It's usually followed by something that says into. You're going to change from one thing into something else. It can also be defined as to become something different or to become altered or modified. Mm. Altered or modified. So now that we kind of know what the definition of change is, uh, we have to understand that change is something that is constant. Mm -hmm. Things around us are constantly changing from one state to another. Uh, And that can be a lot of different things. Some things we really look at when we just think right off the top of our head, maybe the changing of time. Mm -hmm. It may also uh, be the changing of seasons as we go through the different seasons of the year. We're all susceptible uh, to that change. So I think individuals have to understand that if time is changing, if, if the world around us is changing, Oftentimes, we have to be able to change to adapt to that just so that we're able to uh, keep up. Now, there are a lot of things that people would say that they really don't want to change or have to change. But I think in everybody's life, 
you have to change in order to grow. Mm -hmm. You have to change in order to grow. No one stays a baby forever. When you're born, you're born a baby, you grow into a child, you become an adolescent, and then you become an adult. And so there are stages to change that we have to understand because a lot of individuals, when it comes to change, when they want to change and they want something good to come from that, um, they think that it's going to happen overnight. And just like any other stage that individuals go through, there's a certain time that's associated with that so that you can get certain things that you need at that stage so that it affects your um, growth as you move forward. Mm -hmm. So it's no different from um, a caterpillar. It starts off in a cocoon. It starts, uh, turns into that caterpillar, caterpillar, and then later on it changes into a beautiful butterfly. Mm -hmm. So you can't jump from the cocoon straight to the butterfly. You have to go through that caterpillar stage, and there's something there that that caterpillar has to learn, the things he has to take in, in order to get to that butterfly stage. And I think for a lot of individuals, they want to jump from A to Z and not worry about the alphabet that's in between. But when you try to skip something of that nature, you don't fully grow and you don't get the benefits that you really need once you are able to get to that next stage. And so, you know, in sitting up looking at this topic, better days are coming, but some things have to change. You know, going along with what my husband was just saying, we, I don't know, as I'm seeing in society, I'm not going to say that people don't want to work for things, but I don't see individuals working as hard for the change part. Because see, in order to do the change part, that means that's something that I have to do. Mm -hmm. But I believe that a lot of people just expect it to just be dropped in their laps without having to do the work. And so, yes, we can have faith that better days are coming. You know, I remember the song. That's what keeps playing in my head. Um, I can't think of the young lady's name right now, but this song is amazing. Better days are coming, but are we really willing to do the change necessary? And this is in regards to us as individuals. It's in regards to our marriage. It's in regards to our family and just our, our life overall. And so, of course, one of my favorite scriptures, I'm going to read it in the King James Version. I'm also going to read it in the message. It's coming from Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It's a very familiar um, scripture and it speaks of renewing your mind. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so the message reads like this. Um, so that's Romans 12 and 2 message. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Mm. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed. There's that word. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly to respond. Unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And so what I have learned in my life, because, you know, I feel I'm going to be very transparent during this show so people can kind of see and get an idea. What I've learned in my life 
is in order for me to change, that means I had to grow. Mm -hmm. But in order, uh, the first thing was renewing my mind. I knew I wanted better, but I had to put it in my mind in order for me to do. So the mind, it tells the body how to operate. And so once I renewed my mind and said, you know what? I no longer want to be like this. I know a common example me and my husband speak about all the time is when we used to argue, fuss and fight. I don't know when the last time me and my husband has had, had an argument because guess what? We retired and we wanted something to change. And so we just stopped arguing with each other and start valuing each other. And with that, that brought growth, not only in us as individuals, but in our marriage and growth leads to maturity. So you can't be immature, won't change, expecting growth. It doesn't work that way. You change equals growth, which leads to maturity. When you grow in your physical body, like my husband was speaking about earlier, you begin to change. But the thing is, just because we're in 30, 40, and 50-year-old bodies doesn't mean that we don't operate like we are immature. Mm. So you have to ask yourself and be honest with yourself. And this is a good example me and my husband was talking about right before um, we came on tonight was this. We have to understand that when it comes to especially changing your marriage or change within yourself, but more so change within your marriage, quit pointing the finger to everybody else and saying, is their fault. The reason why things aren't working in my life is it's their fault. Mm -hmm. My and their don't even make any sense. If it's your life, it can't be their fault. Yes, things happen to us in our lives, but it's our responsibility on how we are going to navigate that which has happened to us. That's good. And, you know, kind of go along with what my wife was uh, talking about. Second uh, Corinthians, the fifth chapter, the 17th verse Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Mm -hmm. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Mm -hmm. uh, that whole scripture there is all about change. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it focuses on an individual or individuals who maybe did not know Christ at one particular time. They weren't living the way that maybe they should, but then they became a part of Christ. And so now that person is a new creature. Mm. The old things that they used to do are now passed away and that individual has become new. So when we talk about change from this sense, um, sometimes we have to be able to realize, as my wife was saying, that it's not always about somebody else. It's about us. In order for a situation to change, it may need to start with you so that you become new and then that can eventually affect somebody else in a positive manner. Mm -hmm. And so when you jump down, I want to go to Isaiah, the 43rd chapter in the 19th verse. It says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Come on. You were doing something old. Now you made a change. You're doing something new. Mm -hmm. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Mm -hmm. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Mm. So when you make up your mind that you want to do something new, who is that going to affect in a positive manner? Mm. Is it going to make a way for someone that may be in their wilderness season? Mm. Is it going to bring some streams and water to a wasteland where things need to have water so it can be watered and, and seeds can grow that have been planted? Mm -hmm. So we have to understand that change is not always necessarily about you as an individual. It may start with you. You may need to make some changes within yourself, but eventually it's going to have a positive impact on other individuals that may be coming um, down the line, other individuals that need something from you. Mm -hmm. And so just to be able to clarify that on, on a uh, much different level, um, I want to go back just real quick. And I want to talk about uh, one of Jesus's uh, first miracles. 
Okay. One of his first miracles involved change. And this is, uh, you can find this in John, the second chapter, the first through the 11th verse, uh, when Jesus was at a wedding with his mother and he changed water to wine. Mm -hmm. Now, some people may be thinking, well, hold on a minute. That may be something different. No, that goes right back to what I'm saying is that sometimes when you change things, it affects other people. Mm -hmm. See, when his mother asked him to change that water to wine, when she told him that, or she didn't ask him to change it, when she... um, said that the water, the wine that ran out, and they, they only had water in those pots. See, Jesus had to make up his mind to do that. Mm-hmm. But he says, hey, what does that have to do with us? Mm-hmm. And in the end, he ends up changing that. But look how it affected the wedding mm-hmm. for that bride and that groom there. See, every time you make a change, it may have a positive um, outcome for someone else. Mm-hmm. It's not always about you. Mm-hmm. And so... Sometimes we have to also understand that change is uncomfortable. One of the reasons why we don't like to come through change is because it doesn't make us feel the same way we used to. Mm. Sometimes when you change, it could be a struggle. Mm-hmm. It may not feel good to you to come from that one point where you were at to get to another point. And so for, for you country folks out there, and a lot of people will know this as well, snakes have to change their skin. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to do it, they go through an uncomfortable phase. They have to crawl up between two rocks, some sticks, some objects where they can wedge themselves in there. And once they wedge themselves against those objects, they slowly start to move and gyrate so that they can pull that old skin off. Mm -hmm. And once that old skin comes off, now they have a new skin. It shines better. You know, it looks better on that individual where that other skin was probably dry and flaky. So sometimes we have to ask ourselves the question, can we look at the skin that we're in and realize that maybe we need to pull that off Mm -hmm. to a sense? Do we need to change something so that we can look new? Well, we can uh, show that we have a better outlook from that. And as my wife was saying, and I said that earlier as well, when you change comes growth. If you're familiar with rattlesnakes, whenever a rattlesnake changes its skin, once it gets to the end of that tail, everything falls off, but a little piece is held on there, and that rattlesnake starts to grow that button. And those buttons that are there by those rattles will tell you how old that snake is. See, change is always there for a purpose. We don't like to go through change sometimes because sometimes it make us examine ourselves to show us what old skin we're really in. Mm-hmm. That is so true. And so, you know, again, with today's topic of better days are coming and wanting better days to happen, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and just break it all the way down. When we, I'm going to give examples. So there I'll say for us females, we often um, hear each other say, I want to lose weight. Well, if you want to lose weight or you want to be healthier, you can't keep doing the same thing that you've been doing Mm -hmm. in order to try to get different results. You have to change some things. There are a lot of people in marriage that I hear say, oh, I can't stand my husband. He get on my nerve. The reason why our marriage is the way that it is now is because he's not willing to change. He's not willing to do this. But then we as wives or vice versa act like we're perfect. There may be husbands out there that saying she just gets on my nerve. She's not doing the things that she should be doing as a wife but sir have you actually sat down with her and communicated effectively i'm not somebody yelling at your wife like she's a child just because god has given you authority over the home have you changed your tone and addressed her in a different way 
And so, you know, I often hear a lot of our fellow church members that say, you know, I have faith. I have faith. I have faith in God. God's going to, you know, move the mountain. I got faith for mustard seed. And we know that James chapter two, verse 17 and the King James uh, version reads this. Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead alone. And the message, of course, I love the message version. The message version says this. Um, and that's James chapter two, verse 17. Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts is outrageous nonsense? Mm. I love the message Bible. So the question is this, what are you doing to put in work to make sure that it changes? Now, I'm going to go ahead and give my little, you know, transparency moment, because in order, anybody who knows when God allows you to minister, God is going to take you through first or make you examine your mindset first before he allows you to minister. And even though we're on the radio, it is a form of ministry to to speak into somebody else. And so I had to think about over the past, me and my husband been married, it'll be 22 years this year. What are some of the things that I had to change in order for me and my husband's marriage to get to where it is now, which is an amazing, happy place? Um, Cause we're almost, we're like to the place of, would you say, baby, like when we were dating, mm-hmm. laughing, joking, running around, you know, clowning on each other, just good times. And so I had to look at it. I had to change my mindset. That was the first thing I had to do because I'm going to be honest. And my husband knows this. I did not trust easily. I was raised in an environment and in, a, in an atmosphere where uh-uh, the trust, no. You had your guard up at all times and I did not trust easily. And my husband had to break through that wall of protective barrier that I had around my heart because I didn't want to be um, crushed. Then I had to realize, well, number one, I had to change my mindset and bring down that wall in order for me and my husband's marriage to work. And see, I know it's not just me because a lot of you, if you be honest with yourself, especially those of merit, those are, it's those of you that are single right now, you have issues with trust. That's something that you need to change and work on. I'm not saying be out free willy nilly because it can also be a blessing. Don't open up your heart to everybody, but there are people who have come along that want to love you, make you, you know what I'm saying? A wife or, you know, husband, whatever the case may be. And you've been blowing it off because you're not willing to do change within yourself. You're saying that the problem is them when the problem is actually you. And so for those who are married, same thing, same situation. You can't trust your spouse. You love calling this individual your husband or your wife, but you can't trust them. And you can't trust them sometime and maybe because of what they did. So I'm not going to leave that out. But it's because you had trust issues before you even came into marriage. You had trust issues with money. You had trust issues with love. And whatever the case may be, somebody broke your heart for 35 years ago, and you still won't open up your heart to your husband or your wife who's purposing to love you unconditionally. So one of the other things I had to realize is that I was holding myself as a wife to unrealistic expectations. And I had to change that. I was too busy trying to do everything I could and give all that was within me to try to be the perfect wife and the perfect mom. But I had to change that mindset because nobody, like my mama used to say growing up, baby, nobody's perfect but Jesus. Okay? So I had to ease up on myself because I didn't want to fail. I did not want to fail in marriage. I didn't want to fail 
myself. I didn't want to fail my children. And so I put myself on an unrealistic standard as a wife. And some of you all are in that right now. So it's the mindset as we were talking about in Romans 12 and two, renew your mindset. This is, this is some of the things of what it's saying when it's saying, renew your mindset. Don't be so easy to try to fit in and go, what did the old folks just say? Go along to get along. I Mm -hmm. think I used to hear them say, don't be so easy to do that. It's okay to stand out. It's okay to say, you know what? I need to fall back a little bit because I need to get before the Lord. I I need to examine myself. I I, I desire for the better days to come as the songs say, you know what I'm saying? So a change has to come in order for better days to come. That's good. And, and I think uh, individuals have to really be able to understand, you know, um, the different aspects of change and how it can be beneficial. And so uh, just a couple of quotes that I looked up and this one particular quote, and it doesn't have an author on there. It just says, your desire to change must be greater than your desire to stay the same. Mm, that's good. So, you know, as uh, the old pastors that I, I used to grow up around, you say you got to have a want to. Mm-hmm. You have to want to make want a to change and, and move things in a new and a different direction. Mm-hmm. Another quote here says, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. That's you true. get what you've always uh, always gotten. And so we have to understand that when change comes, how does that affect yourself, your marriage, and your family? If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, your family, your marriage is going to keep going through the exact same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. No one likes to be on the rat wheel, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you've seen a hamster just run around the wheel for a while, even he gets tired and has to get off after a while. Yes. We have to make a change. And so ask yourself the question, you know, why do I need to change? Mm-hmm. And number one, I'll just throw it out there just to be honest. You're not going to always be right about things. That's true. Sometimes you have to change yourself, your atmosphere, uh, the things around you so that other things are able to to grow so that things can change and become new. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you have to change because you don't want to become complacent. That's true. A part of that complacency is just doing the same thing on a regular basis and just knowing that's what you're going to do. And then when something new comes up, you don't know how to take that. Mm-hmm. In the military, we say complacency kills. That's true. When you're going out on convoys and missions and you just get used to, well, that's the same car that's parked there all the time. Ain't nothing ever happened. You let your guard down, then all of a sudden something happens. Mm-hmm. You weren't prepared for that change that could have occurred. And so everyone knows that if you don't change, you become stagnant. That's true. You get stuck in the same position. And we know that when things become stagnant, especially water that doesn't move, it starts to stink. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't want to change, when you don't want to move in a forward direction, are you not only causing yourself to stink, are you causing someone else to stink Mm -hmm. as well? Because you have to understand a lot of people may be attached to you and because you won't move. They won't move. That's true. All right? That's true. And so um, if you don't change, it will keep you from growing. Mm-hmm. If you don't change, it keeps you from growing. And then that growing aspect, it, it could be from a physical standpoint. It could be from a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. If you keep your mind and act just like a child all the time, when will your, child, when will your mind ever change to where it thinks like a man or a woman? Mm-hmm. You can't think like a child all the time. And even the Bible tells us that. Yes. And then another thing when it comes to change, change gives you new opportunities. That's true. 
Change gives you new opportunity. It opens up different doors. If you stay at the same job forever, and I'm not knocking anyone that may have stayed at a job for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, but sometimes you have to make a change in order for another door to be open because a blessing may be behind that door. Mm -hmm. For a lot of individuals, and I'll just use the military as an example, a lot of us had our foundation in leadership in the military. Mm -hmm. And once we either got out or retired, it opened up a door for us to lead other individuals in a totally different manner. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it opened up a door for our families to be blessed even more financially, you know, in different aspects. So we have to understand that change uh, can create new opportunities. Mm -hmm. Change also teaches us to adapt. Mm. So that we're able to change with the times. We we can kind of fit in with what's going on. When we get stuck in doing the same thing over and over and over again, when that adaptation time comes and we're not able to do that, sometimes that becomes uncomfortable. We get frustrated. We get mad. We get upset. But if we start to learn how to roll with the punches, if you will, and adapt to that change, when it comes around, it's a little easier. Mm. And a lot of you probably can... Um, can kind of agree with that. If you've been in a job for a long time and you've got certain processes that you do, now a new boss comes and say, hey, we're going to change that. Oh, no, what does he think he's doing? If he changes that, that's not going to work. You're not looking at the benefit of something that may become long, that may be better. It may make your job a little easier. Mm -hmm. But that change becomes uncomfortable, but we have to become comfortable with change because you can't stay the same your entire life. So let me ask this question, baby. As a husband... What do you feel that there are some things that you have had to change? Or let me say, even before your your first marriage, what do you think over the years there are some things that you have had to change? Um, I, I think for my, myself and maybe a lot of the other men as well, you know, there's a change in um, attitude, mm-hmm. um, the way that you think uh, about marriage, maybe even the way that you think about yourself or, or your spouse. Uh, there is a change, if you will, uh, in just responsibility of being a man. You can't do the things you used to do when you were single. You can't, you know, run the streets. You can't spend money just frivolously because now you got a, a wife and maybe kids that you have to think about. You got, you know, more bills that are out there. And so for me, I think the biggest change when it came to marriage for me was just really being able to understand that you have made a transition in life that is going to require more of you. Mm-hmm. And you have to put more into it. It's a lot more work. Um, another thing, just from my, my personal standpoint, just being transparent, is just understanding that uh, if situations occur and problems arise, uh, you're not going to be able to change everything yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to take on the role as a husband to the fullest extent and do everything. And you have to realize you can't change everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. It takes your spouse to be able to change with you mm-hmm. or make changes within a relationship. Because guess what? I, I don't care what anyone says. You can't change your spouse. Mm-hmm. You can't make them see things the way that you want them to see it. They have to be able to see it for themselves. Now, if you can sit down and talk about it and come to an understanding, that's one thing. Forcing that on them and trying to fuss, fight, yell, and scream to get them to see a point that you're trying to make, you, you can't force feed it. Mm-hmm. You can only get so much gas in the gas tank before that clicker clicks off. It's mm-hmm. only going to take what it wants to take or what it can take. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've had to learn over the years is just adapting uh, to that particular piece there. Is that, you know, be, be comfortable with being able to change the things that you can and be okay with those things that you can't. So one more question. What do you feel um, 
that you have done personally in a marriage that has caused uh, better days to come? I would say in, in some cases, uh, sitting back and just rethinking uh, my mindset, uh, the way that I view things may not be necessarily the way that you view things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes, you know, just being honest, there's a lot of uh, just having to let stuff go. Mm-hmm. It, it's no sense in, you know, pursuing something down the road, knowing it's going to lead you back to an argument or a fight or, you know, a bad situation. Sometimes you just have to let things go. Sometimes people have to see things for themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing I had to realize is that, uh, you know, uh, God gave a man, a woman to be a help me. I don't have to do it all on my own. Uh, there's just some things that my wife knows. It's just some things I won't allow her to do mm-hmm. uh, because I believe there's certain things that a man should do and, and a woman shouldn't have to go uh, to that point to do that. Uh, but I had to compromise in a lot of things because I'm not going to be able to make a marriage work on my own. That's why the two become one. Mm-hmm. You work together. You set goals together. You accomplish those goals together. And then guess what? You also have to accept those defeats uh, that come along with it when you're not able to reach a goal, maybe the first time or the second time. Uh, you have to just be able to work together in order to make that marriage work. And you know, it's so ironic because I'm sure just as you just said, um, <laughs> and it goes perfectly with what we're talking about today, but just as you just said, as a husband, there are some things that you would not allow your wife to do. I know instantly somebody said, oh, allow. Oh, my God, he's so controlling. And that is not even the mindset or the place in which you were coming from. No, no, no. It's, it's basically saying that, uh, you know, for me, it's just a, a respect issue. And I, I'll give people uh, here on the radio just a, a, so, yeah, an yeah, example. example. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't allow my wife to, to mow the grass. Yes, um, that's true. I've told people, you probably heard me say it on the radio before, I grew up uh, for a majority of my life in a single-parent household, and I watched my mom uh, push a lawnmower, you know, over a large yard. And I just say, you know, when I get older, that's something my wife will not do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would get out there as young as I was at that time and try to push a mower, try to keep the line straight. And she taught me very well how to mow. But I told my wife these words. I'm like, I'm here at the house. And we got three boys. Mm-hmm. Why should you be out there pushing a lawnmower? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we just went from there. Now, my wife loves to get outside and work. Uh, we and got it. She can mm-hmm. edge the yard up. You know, we work in the flower bed and things of that nature. But I just don't think that she should be out there mowing the yard when I've got, you know, at that time we had four able bodies here in the, in the house that can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even now, uh, my boys are here. Two of my boys are still here. And they get out there on the riding lawnmower and I show them how to cut grass. They just what they do. That's true. And you know what? It's, thank you for saying that because that actually segues into what I was about to get ready to say. For me, on the opposite, growing up, um, coming into the marriage with an individual mindset, uh, not, uh, no, I, not individual, independent mindset, I was taught to be a strong, independent woman. I was taught by my grandfather, which is amazing because my mother-in-law taught similar uh things to my husband, and this would be amazing for those of you who have children, is that my grandfather taught me how to change oil. I knew how to change a tire at the age of five. You know, I knew how to cut the grass. I knew how to shingle roofs. It was so many things that I was like his little sidekick, and I would just soak it in like a sponge. And so for my husband to say, well, I don't want you cutting grass, and that's what I knew. I was feeling some kind of way. However, 
I had to change, like we're talking about today, my, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to change my mindset in the way that I thought for the simple fact that, yes, I know how to cut grass, but I understand where my husband was coming from. There are some single women right now who are having to get out there and cut their own yard. Maybe they can't afford to hire someone or whatever the case may be, or, you know, that's not in the budget. And they have the ability to do it and may, maybe even think, oh, Lord, when I get married. So me in my young state, 20 something uh, years old, when we got married, I thought at first he was trying to control me. What do you mean? No, this is what I do. And I had to change my mindset. And so don't get me wrong. You know, if I had to, I would get out there and do it. But I understand where my husband was coming from. And then I had to look beyond that. And look at my husband's upbringing. And once he took the time to explain, like I was saying earlier, as husband, he explained, this is the principle. This is why I think this way. This is why I feel this way. I was like, oh, he is so right. Whereas a lot of husbands may not take the time to explain you just because I said so. That's something you tell your child. You don't tell your wife that. And so that segues into this. I want those, especially those who are single listening. Those who are newly married and or engaged, those who've been married for a while. So I guess it kind of go to everybody. Think about this. When you come into your marriage, it is okay to change what you have known growing up. And so let's say you grew up in an atmosphere or an environment where your uh, mother and your father used to fight and argue and cuss and all that. It was toxic all the time. You may have thought, you know what, when I grow up and I get married, oh, I am not going to have this. I'm not going to go through this. There are some things that we learn in our childhood that is amazing. But when the two become one, as the scriptures say that we read for this show, you have to make the determination, husband and wife, what is good to keep into your marriage and what you need to let go of. You see what I'm saying? And so you make that determination. It's okay to make that change. And I'm going to talk to the in-laws real quick. Quit trying to interject because it was something I had to learn as well. Quit trying to interject your views in your son and daughter's marriage. Okay. Allow them to grow together and become one. Now, if they come and they ask you for advice, that's a different story since they asked you. But if they're not asking you, just pray for them. Mm. And so you have to understand that your children are not going to do in their marriage the same thing that you do in yours. The only thing you can do is model and be an example. So if you don't want your children, they little kids right now, if you don't want your children to be in toxic, uh, uh, a toxic marriage environment growing up, whatever the case may be, then quit creating a toxic one for them now. If you want your children to feel protected, you know, and different things like that, provide protection for them now while they're in the home. We are the greatest teachers for our children. And it's not, this is what we got to know because most of us is like this. It's not about what you say, it's what they see that's going to be beneficial. So start mm -hmm. changing right now. That's good. And so I uh, just want to, you know, as we start moving downhill towards the end of the show right now, I want to go over some things uh, that just, you know, I kind of wrote down some things individuals may need to take a look at. Maybe you need to change some of these things, maybe not. Uh, it's not an all-inclusive list, but some of the things that I think some individuals need to change and just starting off is with their hearts and their minds. Mm. Change the way that you may have for negative feelings in your heart or the way that you 
think uh, about things in your mindset. The way that you look at things may not be the best way uh, that you're looking at those things. You may have to state back, uh, take a step back and look at it from a different uh, standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, some individuals may need to change their relationships. Mm. And some of the relationships individuals are in, and that may be from a standpoint of uh, being a boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, married, friends, uh, whatever the case may be, there may be some relationship changes that are there because if relationships are causing you any type of negative harm, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, you know, you may have to take a real good look at that. Some individuals need to change their attitude. Uh, my wife talks about it all the time. You know, individuals that just have a negative aspect all the time. They have nothing positive to say about anything. And sometimes you may need to change your attitude to something positive because what you speak from your mouth and what sometimes is presented in your heart determines what you will be. Mm-hmm. That's true. The Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You ought to be one to be able to eat that good fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, some individuals may need to change the way that they do their finances, mm-hmm. uh, your spending habits, you know, constantly using credit cards, you know, not paying bills on time, things of that nature. Uh, bad habits that individuals may have. And that could be for whatever it is for any given individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what your habits are, whether they're good or bad, there may need to be a change in those. Uh, some individuals need to change their environment. Uh, they're not doing well in the environment that they're in. That may be around a specific city that you're in. It may also be around um, uh, toxic relationships or people that you're around all the time. You may need to get away from that so that you can change the outcome of you know the things that may be going on in your life. Uh, some individuals may need to change goals. Uh, maybe your goal setting is a little too big. You're trying to get somewhere too quick, too fast. Maybe you need to, you know, kind of scale that back so that you can make those goals uh, achievable and attainable. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you need to set your goals a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. You know, it can go both ways, but sometimes we need to recheck our goals as to which way we're going in. Uh, we talked about our attitude, our way of thinking. And these, this next one is really going to hit home for a lot of individuals. We need to change the way we treat others, and how we treat ourselves. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to learn that sometimes we may think we're treating someone right, and we may not be treating that individual right. Mm-hmm. And then for a lot of individuals, um, they don't treat themselves very well. They will do everything for everybody else but won't do anything for them. Mm-hmm. They will speak highly of everybody else but won't speak highly of themselves. Mm-hmm. They'll make sure everybody else is look right, dressing right, and do whatever the case may be, but they won't take care of their own self, their own body, their own mind. So we have to really get to that point that we change um, how we think about how we treat others and uh, how we treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then this, this last one. I'm not one of those individuals that really gets off into a lot of politics and things of this nature, but because of this coronavirus epidemic that um, we're going through right now, I guarantee you there's a lot of people out there right now that can just run down a list of things that they need to change just for the simple fact that this epidemic came about. Mm-hmm. Some of us probably need have recognized we need to change our prayer life from something to where it probably wasn't to something to where it's more of a prayer life and a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Some of us are starting to realize that we need to change and spend more time with our children, That's with true. our families, that mm-hmm. we put devices down, that we quit ripping and running up and down the road all the time and we're spending more time at home with our kids. Some of us have realized we need to change our mindset because now that you're teaching these kids at home, now you know what them teachers have come been going on through. Now. Come on, amen. We need to understand that all everything that happens, even though we hate that individuals are dying from this epidemic, sometimes things are put in front of us 
so that we are able to increase our knowledge base so we're able to not become complacent that we can adapt and then overcome the things that have been put in front of us. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of individuals, this epidemic is going to change your mindset of how you think about yourself, your family, some of the individuals around you. I've been seeing this on Facebook for the last month or so, is that you're going to realize that people that really care about you because they're the ones that's calling, checking on you, doing certain things in the midst of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I think this whole thing is going to be a learning experience from us of the things that we really need to change, maybe some things that we need to get back to in order to have a successful marriage, a successful relationship uh, with our children, to form a successful community, to form a successful nation, and to form a successful world. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at those things, and this is going to be the last thing I'm going to say real quick before I throw this back over to my wife. If you see the things that have been causing a rift or a divide in your personal relationship, whether it's with God, with other individuals, with your spouse, with coworkers, uh, with individuals in, a, in as a nation, those are the things that we need to take a look at and try to make a change. Mm-hmm. When you p- see people trying to divide us racially, there's a change that needs to come. And a lot of it has to do with a mindset. Mm-hmm. When you see that, you know, electronics is keeping you away from your relationship with God. There's something that you may need to change. When you see that you're putting all your time into work and you're not putting that time with your kids, you may need to change. So I think this epidemic, once again, is going to show us that change is something that is necessary. It has to come about. And there's something that we can all learn from it during this time. That is so true. And so our question of the week was this. We have a couple of comments. And the question is, what are some of the things that you had slash need to change to be better for yourself, your marriage, or your family? And so one of our supporters said, I had to learn to forgive and let go. Mm, And that is very powerful. That comes, that's maturity right Mm -hmm. there. You're not holding on to the things and you're not keeping as we always say, a tally sheet. You know, you did this and you did that. It's like you have ammunition build up against your husband or your wife or your children or family members or whatever. Just forgive and let go. The other one said that I had to uh, learn to listen to others' opinion. Wow. And that right there is maturity and growth mm-hmm. as well. There are a lot of people, uh, we learned this, I want to say when we was in grad school, going through our counseling program, maybe even before that. But a lot of people, you do not listen to res- uh, you do not listen to get an understanding. You listen to respond. And so you're, you get just enough and you build up your response so you can bite that individual's head off versus actually listening to get an understanding. That's People, mm-hmm. whether it be husband and wife, your children tell you something they don't like or whatever the case may be, quit getting so easily offended and examine yourself. So ch- I'll encourage you to do this. Challenge yourself. This is a good time to pinpoint what the negatives are right now in your life. My husband gave a whole list of them. What are your negatives? Only you can answer that. Mm -hmm. What do you need to change? I know during this time of pandemic, we've been looking at everything, our relationship with each other, our kids. I know I've been looking at myself as an individual, our finances. What can we do so when we come out of this thing, we come out of it on the better days are coming. The better days will be there. Mm -hmm. Allow the better days to come right now. While you're in the midst of this, work on it now. Quit saying, kicking the can down the road. Ain't that what we yeah, say in the military? Kicking Quit the kicking the road. can down the road. And oh, once we come out of this, then I'll change. No, 
There is no time like the present. I'm just saying. Right. And you have to understand, in order for those better days to come, you've got to go through that change so that they manifest themselves. That's true. You know, it's just like I was talking about earlier uh, with the um, the cocoon, the caterpillar, and the butterfly. Mm-hmm. You know, that butterfly is now, he was trapped up in something at one point where he couldn't move that well. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just stagnant just there. But now that butterfly can fly around. He can help cross-pollinate. When he goes from flower to flower, he's got fresh air. He's in the sunshine. When are we going to get to that point when we realize that we can't stay in a cocoon, that we got to give out because there's some places that we got to fly around to. Mm-hmm. There's some places that we need to go and do some things. When we talk about bees and things that are cross-pollinating that are causing other things to grow so that nature works within itself. You have a natural state that you're supposed to operate in. And if you just stay in one spot, you're killing that natural state. Nothing is growing from you. Mm -hmm. You want someone to be able to benefit from your change and you have to benefit from your change as well. Come on. And so one thing that I wanted to say here, and I jotted this down a little earlier when it comes to change, it says some people don't want you to change. They want you to stay the way that you are because it's beneficial to them. Come on. That's true. Some people want you right in that same job. They don't want you to get promoted Mm -hmm. because they're happy with you doing the work that you do because you're keeping everybody above the water. You're making Mm -hmm. them look good. Very Mm -hmm. good. And so some people don't want you to change because it's beneficial to them. And and I'm not knocking anybody. It can be a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. If um, the act of sex is the only thing that a person is, is, is wanting to get from you, That's Mm -hmm. the only time they're coming to you. They're benefiting themselves. It's nothing about you. Nothing to do with you. If you're the one that's always being run to because somebody has to borrow some money from you, it's benefiting them. Yes. And then this is the the kicker that gets me is when people try to say, well, Kenya, you call yourself a Christian. Mm -hmm. Baby, don't give me because God also said use wisdom. That's it. (laughs) So did you have anything else? I'm sorry to be And and, and that's the, the thing that people have to understand is that uh, when you start to change, other people are going to notice it. Mm, that's true. Other people are going to notice it, whether it be for the good or what they may you know, say is for the bad because it's not benefiting them. Mm-hmm. But once again, use that wisdom that God has given you because guess what? The Bible tells us everybody can't go where you're going. Mm-hmm. And when you make changes, sometimes you have to drop some people off. Yes. Just like that snake. He can't take that old skin with him. Mm-hmm. He just has to drop it off and keep on crawling. And so when you're going through that time of change in your relationship, understand when individuals don't want to go where you're going, you can't be hard on yourself and beat yourself down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those people got to have that want to to come with you. That's true. That's true. They got to have that want to to come with you. That is so true. And then I'll say this as well. Change requires being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's something that we do not want to do because when we have to sit down in a quiet place, we have to go before God. You know, I know that's what I did. I prayed because I got tired of crying and having all these crazy emotions. I just did a Matthew 6 and 33. I sought God and I said, Mm -hmm. God, please show me what it is in me that I need to change. I got tired of trying to make my husband the enemy because it wasn't his fault. A lot of the stuff was the stuff that I was mad about before me and him had even got married. And some of y'all are still carrying that. Don't throw up in your spouse's face. Well, this is what my daddy used to do. And I act like this. This is because what my mama used to do. Well, just because they used to do it don't mean it was right. Right. I'm just going to mm-hmm. be honest. That's so, good. All right, Mr. That's King. good. And, and I think also along with that, this topic, better days are coming, but some things have to change. Also realize that once you change, 
it's nothing wrong with going back, grabbing somebody else so that you can help them to change. Yes. Someone else wants to see better days as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying this on, on Facebook. They've been posting pictures and things out there. When you go back to help somebody else out, it doesn't have to be broadcast. Yes, that's scripture. It doesn't have to be broadcasted. You know, you're going back for a reason. When God helps you through a situation, Come on. it's a reason for that. Yes. He wants you to be able to learn from that, then go back and grab somebody else mm-hmm. so that they can get to that end state as well. Amen. And, you know, it, you can uh, magnify this 200 times for those of you individuals that have been in the military. If you remember going on those company runs and you got some individuals that fall out. Mm-hmm. When the company commander and the first sergeant loops that formation back around, then they go get that individual so that they can finish along with Together. you. Mm-hmm. It builds that esprit de corps. It builds those close relationships. But it also tells an individual that you don't never give up because we're not going to forget about you. Mm-hmm. Even though you may have failed back a little bit, we're going to loop back around and come get you. But sometimes we have to get to that end state ourselves first before we can come back and get you. That's true. And in the midst of that, you're constantly building yourself up so that you can achieve that change that you so much desire. That is true. Mm-hmm. And so moving on with our thought of the week and it comes from john t child and the thought of the week reads there is a huge difference between wanting to change and being willing to change Hmm. almost everyone wants to change for the better very few are willing to take the steps necessary to create that change wow that is amazing and so that concludes today's show right here on Marriage Mondays with the Kings. We want to let you know that we are brought to you by Christian Humor for slash inspiration. This is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. If you are into social media, please check them out simply by going to search them on Facebook at Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. Now, we would ask that you will please join us back next Monday, April the 27th, as we discuss are you marrying the trauma of your past or rewriting it Mm. are you marrying the trauma of your past or rewriting it we did a previous show um some time back about people marrying their trauma you're marrying people who have been through the same similar trauma as you you're trying to save them without working on yourselves but this one's going a little bit deeper are you marrying the trauma of your past or rewriting it the question of the week which will be posted um on our social media platform of facebook and instagram probably tuesday i think is when the team posts why do you think individuals continue to live in the trauma of their past versus working through it again why do you think individuals continue to continue to live in the trauma of their past versus working through it. So please feel free to follow or comment with us if you have any marriage questions or topics that you would like to be discussed via our Facebook page, our Instagram, or our YouTube channel. You can contact us and all you have to do is search on those platforms, Marriage Mondays with the Kings. Our Twitter handle is at K-E-N-Y-A-N-S-H-A-N. Feel free to email us if you have any questions or topics that you would like to be discussed at MarriageMondays at MyKRGN.com. Now, don't forget that our shows and Marriage Mondays with the Queen videos, all that is on our YouTube channel, which is, again, Marriage Mondays with the Kings. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout. You can go there, download the Buzzsprout app, or you can hear us on Google Play. We are on actually way more podcast platforms than that, but those are the popular three, I guess. So we just want to say thank you so much for joining us. 
We will be back with you all on next Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so we just encourage you all to keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM. The The Rock. Rock.